Welcome to FoxCast SLP, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. All right, welcome to FoxCast. I'm your host, Jimmy McKay. Joining me is another colleague from Fox Rehabilitation, Kate Hoyleman. Uh, welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Your first podcast we're doing right now. I like that. Nice and easy. But uh, you recently penned an article for us at foxrehab.org. We share some uh, some great clinically excellent content at our website. You can find that under Fresh Fox Content in our article section. This one is titled, Four Strategies for SLPs When Wearing a Mask During Therapy. I mean, this... This topic just popped up kind of in the last few months. Why did you decide this? Why, why this topic? Why is that important to you? You know, and I think I could probably speak for a lot of SLPs when I say that. Um, it's kind of like the white elephant in the room. You know, we are very visual people as speech therapists. We do a lot with our mouths, with our faces, just to teach and instruct, you know, people in all areas with their voice, with their speech, with their swallowing. So, you know, with this pandemic, when that's taken away from us, um, it puts us in a very unique position and it's challenging, honestly. It's not easy to provide SLP services when wearing a mask and a face shield. Once you get past the challenge, it's also not impossible. It's what we do as speech therapists. We problem solve, we're creative, we help people communicate in a variety of different ways. So when I really sat down and thought about what can actually be done, I thought it kind of fit nicely into these four categories that are functional, easy to use, and relatable. Yeah, I like how you say that. You say it right in the article. As an SLP, you are a creative problem solver. You're up for this challenge. It is not easy, but on the other end, it is worth it ultimately for your patients. So you hit some really great strategies, four of them. Let's talk about them. Strategies to implement during masked therapy sessions with your patients. First up has to do with uh, a camera or this thing that we're already carrying around with us, which is our smartphone, taking pictures or videos of yourself modeling before the session. Yes, absolutely. So I I think a lot of us probably have our go-tos. You know, I could think of a patient who it was very helpful for her when I took a video of myself for two different things. We were doing some voice exercises. She had trouble opening her mouth wider. When I took a video of myself modeling that, it went much smoother. She got it instantly. That would have been difficult to explain through a mask. With her, we were also working on some swallowing. When she was chewing, she'd have some food left over in her cheeks. I took a video of myself um, using a lingual sweep, so using my tongue to clear the food. When she saw it on video, again, we were rocking and rolling. Um, She didn't skip a beat. That would have been very difficult for her to hear me explain through a mask. So that was kind of a time when that went well. I really like this idea, too, because with Teams, email, you know, you could share this with your colleagues. Chances are if you need a video of something, your colleague has also needed it. Good way to boost the morale, you know, and kind of share those resources so you're not reinventing the wheel every time. Just creating a, a library of videos to use because maybe something pops up that isn't typical, that isn't a go-to. Uh, one little trick that I've seen is people actually creating little um, folders on their phone. Because if you're like me, Kate, and a lot of people out there uh, tend to be, I take a lot of pictures and then they're just in the camera roll on my yes. phone. So I try to be a little bit organized by breaking things down. So when I want to show people a, a picture of that hiking trip I took three years ago, I've got it. But if you are creating a library for yourself, organizing beforehand can save you a lot of time in front of a patient. Yep. I love that idea. All right. So taking pictures or videos of yourself modeling before the session, a great tip. Written cues, provide those for your patients. 
Yeah, so I've definitely gotten into the habit of carrying a whiteboard, extra pieces of paper around with me. You know, when all else fails, write it down. Um, I think some patients prefer this. You know, they could read it. It's more efficient. We're able to continue on with the conversation. Um, so a simple one, but I think we have so much to remember and carry around right now. It could be a good reminder just to have that stuff. Those first two, providing written cues, that requires you to bring up on either paper or whiteboard and taking pictures or videos before your session, the first two two hints you gave, that just requires a little bit of forethought. So so a little bit extra planning. And again, this goes into the challenge, but worth it. So a little forth, uh, forethought can go a long way with your treatment sessions. Third tip you went into is involve caregivers from the beginning. I feel like this is important now and ever. Yes. You know, and I think the big thing is that they want to learn, they want to help because we're only there, you know, two to three times a week and the patients have to live the rest of their week, you know, with these swallowing impairments or with these voice or speech concerns. So I think now, um, especially when they're in the home, I think it's important with this one to kind of caution. If you are in an SLC, obviously that caregiver is going to have to wear a mask as well. Um, I've used this more in the home. If I'm six feet away with the spouse, if they can take their mask off and give that cue or give that model. Oftentimes our patients respond better to their own spouse cueing them as well. You know, so I think you just kind of have to read the patient, but I wouldn't be afraid to involve them from the beginning. I think it kind of results in a better outcome for everybody. Yeah, and as you mentioned at the beginning of that tip is you're there two to three hours a week. That that spouse, that caregiver is going to be there much more. Getting buy-in from the whole team is going yeah. to result in success for that, uh, that older adult that you're taking care of. Uh, your fourth tip from your article, Four Strategies for SLPs When Wearing a Mask During Therapy, is involving another platform that we utilize as clinicians with Fox Rehabilitation, which is MedBridge. You recommend utilizing MedBridge videos as well. I love MedBridge, and I'll fully admit, I think, you know, years ago, I probably didn't know it was such a good resource for me. But especially through this pandemic, I've pulled it up several times for the dysphagia exercises. Um, it explains it. It's clear. There's 3D animations of the swallowing mechanism. You know, it highlights the specific muscles we're working, and it really helps with patient buy-in because they know why we're asking them to do what we're asking them to do. The all important why. And if it's that, that's those two kind of go together, right? With involving caregivers from the beginning, they're going to be there after you left, uh, after you leave a treatment session, utilizing MedBridge videos. If those are really clear, if there's the why behind it, and that's a leave behind along with an HEP that you can create from, from MedBridge, um, that's just going to increase patient success. 100%. Last thing we do on the show is your foxtail. Are you ready to give us your foxtail? I am. So I've been thinking about this one. You know, as a speech pathologist, I can't think of a more time when we've been more needed. I think, you know, fundamentally, we help with communication. We help people enjoy their foods. And at a time when everybody is feeling so isolated, I think it's just so rewarding to have such a small role in their lives to help them achieve that joy you know, that might not be so apparent right now. And I will always say I learn a hundred times more from my patients than I could ever teach them. Just that wisdom. Um, so I think it's just about feeling really fortunate, you know, to be able to be such a small part of their lives. Yeah, helping to facilitate communication. I think the rest of the world is now, you know, feeling this as we stay as isolated as we can. When we began this call before we hit record, you know, yep. you and I recording this via video so we can see and hear each other. 
And we both remarked, oh, there's a face. This yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to see another human right now. And being a, a great part in uh, helping older adults, whether you're an SLP, a PT, or an OT, and facilitate those communications or those functional gains now more than ever, pretty important. Uh, appreciate you taking some time to talk about this. Thanks so much for writing that. And again, it's four strategies for SLPs when wearing a mask during therapy available at foxrehab.org under fresh Fox content. Thanks, Thanks Kate. Fox Thanks for having me. SLP. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.